All right, guys. Hello, hello. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? So let me make sure I'm live on both my Instagram pages. Okay, so let me share my screen real quick, show you where I'm live from right now. So I'm sharing my screen on my uh, Facebook and my YouTube page and my uh, LinkedIn and my Twitter page. So follow me on all of them. It's Sean Christopher Jenkins, a.k.a. Dr. J. Um, live on my Twitter page. Uh, you can find me at my username is trouble don't last uh snapchat and instagram it's the same thing i'm live on my two instagram pages uh trouble don't last and my underscore david underscore bible hello happy sunday i mean happy monday actually happy monday happy memorial day i normally do videos real late but <laughs> this is a because it's a holiday and i took care of a lot of business hey i'm here right now so what's up everybody so yeah i got a Something I got a message that's been on my heart for some time now, and I waited way too long to do it. I always try to do messages, you know, right when I get the idea, right when I get the conviction in my spirit, try to do the videos right then and there. But I just I'm a perfectionist and I wanted it to be perfect. That's kind of why it took me so long to go live right now, because I just want all my videos to be perfect, all my messages to be perfect. But that doesn't happen sometimes. But uh yeah, so the title of this message is called God's Timing Little by Little. God's Timing Little by Little. And I'm, the text I'm coming from is Exodus 23. So um, before I even talk about anything like that, I want to give a praise report real quick, guys. It's been a long time coming. So I got a praise report to give you guys. Like I've been in student debt, debt since I got out of college in May of 2016. And um yeah, I owe the government $30,000, and I'm finally out of student loan debt, guys. I'm finally out of student loan debt. I graduated in May 2016, and I'm out of student loan debt already, so praise God. And um, I, I owe the government $10,000 last year for last year's taxes in 2019, and I paid all that off, too. So I'm debt-free, guys. I'm debt-free. I have no debt at all. Man, won't he do it, man? And that's the whole message I have for you guys today. This is the message I have for you guys. So this is one of the Bible studies I'm going to be doing, one of the life group lessons I'm going to be doing, one of the sermons I'm going to be doing. You you name it, I'm going to be doing it. And like, man, like, I got two questions for you guys. What I, what I just told you, my praise report, right? Two questions. What are you waiting on in, in this life that you want God to hurry up and do right now? That's my first question. My second question is, what do you wish God would do instantly in your life right now? So it's the same question just in, in a different way. So like for me, one of the things I wanted God to hurry up and do was get me out of student loan debt, and he did that. Another thing I wanted him to do is just get me out of debt completely. So I paid off the IRS, all the money I owed in 2019 taxes, which was $10,000. I'm out of debt completely. So now my life's completely different. You know, I get to keep the money that comes back to me instead of having to give it to somebody, instead of having to be a lender. The, the Bible says never be a lender, never be a borrower to anybody, right? So like, but there's some stuff in our lives that we want to happen right now. We want God to hurry up and do. And there's some stuff for me, like one of the things I want to do is I should have a church. I don't have a church, right? Like everybody already knows I can talk. I know the Bible. I can teach the Bible. I'm a preacher essentially. Everybody knows that. And I don't have a church. So I'm just like, man, like that's what I want, a church. And then also I want my master's and my doctoral. So I want to go to seminary and get a master's degree, you know, and doctoral for preaching and seminary. But also I want to do animation too with my ministry. And yeah, it's just a lot of stuff I want right now that it's not going to happen, you know, in a blink of an eye. It's not going to happen instantly, right? It takes time. And so, you know, another thing I need is I need a new car, you know, I want money to have come in continually for me. Like, you know, I want multiple streams of income because that's how you become a millionaire. You have multiple streams of income. Another thing I want is like if I do, if I don't, I don't want to have to work a nine to five at all. That's another one of my goals. I don't want a nine to five. I just want to be able to focus on the ministry, focus on preaching, focus on teaching the Bible and growing in the word and growing in my relationship with God and then teaching others. That's the biggest thing, growing my social media pages so that I can vast a platform where I can reach multiple people throughout the whole world and you guys get what I'm saying. That's my goal. Like, And then that's another thing. My social media pages, I feel like they're too small. They're too little. Like, 
They're taking too long to grow. Like I'm doing this all by myself. I get, I get no help at all. That's another thing. I'm waiting for me to have some type of social media help, like somebody to help me on my social media pages, help manage my pages, like they do with pastors that you know have big churches and mega churches like that. But all this comes with time, right? It doesn't happen instantly. That's the whole point of this video today, guys. It's about to be crazy. You ready for this? So again, I want you guys to think about these whole these two questions I asked at the beginning of the video during this whole entire lesson, okay? The two questions is, what are you waiting on in this life that you want God to hurry up and do? And then the second question is, it's the same thing, just in a different way. What do you wish God would do instantly in your life right now? And so here goes one of my main point. One of my main points I want to give you guys is this, man. Uh, you might not be ready for all the things that you are hoping for and for all the things that you long for. Don't even say that again. <laughs> You might not be ready for all the things that you are hoping for, for all the things that you are longing for, right? So God's timing is impeccable. God's timing is perfect. There's so many gospel songs talking about God's perfect timing, right? I just posted a picture on Instagram, my Instagram pages, and all my social media platforms. I post whatever I post on Instagram or I post on every single platform. So uh, anyways, I posted a photo talking about God's timing. Let me just share. I'm going to share it again. I'm streaming on multiple platforms. So follow me on all my social media platforms. Uh, so I'm sharing my screen on my Facebook, my Twitter, uh, and all that stuff. So yeah, here goes the photo. One of the photos, I this is a photo I posted today. Just talking about God's timing is always perfect, right? God's timing is always perfect, guys. And like, yeah, what was this other photo? I'll just let me go ahead and show you. I'll, I'll wait to show you that one. But yeah, I'm going to come back to that one. <laughs> But anyways, let's keep on going. So like, here goes some points I want to make for you guys. Walking with God implies that your own timeline would not be met most of the time. But when God answers in his timing, it is all, it will always be on time for you. All right. Second point I want to give you guys is waiting is not just something we have to do until we get what we want. Waiting is part of the process of becoming what God wants us to be. And then my third point is waiting on God ensures that you don't kill what God meant to live and put on life support what God wants to die. And another profound question I saw while making posts and stuff like that. I always see profound questions, profound quotes, Bible verses and stuff like that. But here goes a question I have for you guys. I want you guys to think about this because it relates to this lesson. I came upon it this week, like three days ago. So what if the dream really belonged to God and what we are given is an invitation to be transformed while God works in us and through us to make his dreams come true. Right? So I want you guys to think about all those quotes and those questions that I asked and let's get to where I'm trying to get at today. So, uh, I want you, I'm going, I'm coming from Exodus 23. So if you don't know on my YouTube channel, I've been posting all, I just feel like I have the most profound conversations with everybody. And whenever I'm in a Bible study, it's always epic. And, but anyways, and most of the conversations I have with other believers are epic too. So I don't see the point in not filming what we're talking about because first of all, I want it to live forever. Second of all, I want other people to get the blessing that I got through the conversation the other person got. Because you know, when you talk with other saints, it's just epic, right? You you guys get what I'm saying, right? So like, uh, the Bible study I was in, there was no point in me being in it and not filming it and putting it um and not sharing it with you guys. So that all that's on my YouTube channel. But anyways. We did. A, we went through the whole book of Exodus, so I'm about to start my own Bible study. We're going to go through the whole book of Leviticus and Deuteronomy. You name it, we're going to go throughout the whole Bible, and hopefully I have a church by that time. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, we went through the whole book of Exodus, so check out my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, and you'll see that there's a lot of, like, there's playlists and Bible studies and everything on the book of Exodus. But one of the lessons that touched me the most when we went through the book of Exodus was Exodus 23. And I'm going to so I'm coming from Exodus 23, verse 20 through 33. I'm going to just read it, all right? So let me get my pencil because I just like having a pen with me when I read. But anyways, uh, Exodus 23, verse 20, it says, Behold, I sent an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared, right? So this angel is Jesus because it's a capital A, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> it's, a, it's an angel that... God called to bring these to place and he's going to the place where God has prepared you to go. And there's, I'm not going to go scripture by scripture expository preaching today. I'm just going to go um, topical 
So talking about little by little, uh, God's timing and stuff like that. Today. So I'm going to just keep on going. But this is Jesus preparing the way and going before the children of Israel to to lead them to the promised land, to where God is trying to go, uh, get them to go. So anywhere that God's directing the children of Israel to go and he's positioning them to be, the Lord's angel is going to go before them. And like we read throughout the whole book of Exodus that um, that <laughs> we read throughout the whole book of Exodus that Moses and God kept on having conversations. So God's giving Moses visions throughout the whole book of Exodus of what he wants to do with the tabernacle, what, where he's going to uh, where he's taking the children of Israel next. He's telling Moses everything he needs to know before it happens. And that's what he does with us, right? So God already knows the way that he's taking us. He already wrote the story, all of our stories, every story and throughout history. So in saying that, he knows exactly where to take us, where we need to go. So if we trust in him and do exactly what he says and follow his word, we're going to end up in places that he's prepared for us, where his provisions lie and everything like that. So this all comes together. I'm not going to, I got to stay with where we're trying to go at today because I can talk all, all day about everything, but I can't do that. So let's go to verse 21. Let me just keep on going. So verse 21, beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. That's how we know that it's Jesus, because no other na angel has God's name in him right? We keep on going. We'll see the same thing, but this is how we know it's the angels, Jesus. So Jesus goes before him. God goes before you. So you have nothing to fear in your future, in your life or anything like that, right? So verse 22 of Exodus 20, but if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thy enemies and an adversary, adversary unto their adversary. Verse 23, for my angel shall go before thee and bring thee unto the Amorites. Yeah, bring thee unto the Amorites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Canaanites and the Havites and the Jebusites, and I will cut them off. Thou shalt not bow down to their gods nor serve them, nor do after their works, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them and quite break down their images. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will... He shall bless thou bread and thou water, and I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast that their young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of days I will fulfill, I will send my fear before thee, and I will destroy all the people to whom thou shalt come, and I will make all thy enemies turn their backs unto thee. And I will send hornets before thee, which shall drive out the Havites and the Canaanites and the Hattites, Hittites before thee. Here goes verse 29. This is where it gets good. All that stuff was good. But again, I have a video on my YouTube channel of Exodus 23. Check that out of how that Bible study went. I'll eventually do it myself. But again, I was in a Bible study with other people. And so let's go to verse 29 of Exodus 23. I will not drive them out from before thee in one year, lest the land become desolate and the beast of the field multiply against thee. I want you to remember that, guys. That's the whole point of this lesson today. All right, verse 30. By little and little, I will drive them out before thee until thou be increased and inherit the land. And I will set thou bounds from the Red Sea unto the Sea of the Philistines uh, and from the desert unto the river. For I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand, and thou shalt drive them out before thee. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor with their, their gods. They shall not dwell in thy land, lest they make thee sin against me. And if thou shalt serve their gods, it will surely be a snare in the deep. All right. Remember that last verse as well. Verse 33, 29, and 30 is where I'm coming from today. That's what we're focusing in on today. This is topical preaching today. So, all right. So. Where should we go out? Little by little, verse 30. I'm going to read verse 29, 30 again. All right, so I want you guys to remember this picture because I don't know if you guys have a Bible or you're looking at it, but I would recommend getting a Bible and looking at it right now. Verse 29, I will not drive them out from before thee in one year. God has power to do anything. God is telling Moses where he's taking the children of Israel, what exactly he's going to do. And he does the same thing for us. When you spend time with God and you have a you're growing in your relationship with God. He's going to tell you things you need to know before it happens. Ain't that a good thing? 
Wouldn't, wouldn't you want to know what you have in store for yourself tomorrow, five weeks from now, a month from now, a year from now? God is a good God, and he tells you exactly the plan when you trust him. Does he tell you all of the plan? Heck no. That's exactly what we're talking about today. <laughs> I will not drive them out before the in one year. He's letting Moses know exactly what's coming so that he can prepare for it. And he does the same thing with us. You guys get it. All right. So um, God, when it came to the, the enemies and the oppositions that Israel was going to face when it came to possessing the promised land, he knew that um, that the children of Israel knew after seeing all the plagues that God did in Egypt with Pharaoh and the Egyptians and how he brought them out of slavery into the desert, and not only to the desert, into the wilderness, God took care of them in the desert and the wilderness. They had food. They had provision. They were well-fed and had, they never thirst. They never hungered. They had exactly everything they needed in a desolate place, in a desert, guys, in a desert. They had everything they needed, and they had nothing to begin with, right? So, so like, God took care of them. So the children of Israel knew the type of God that they had that would take care of them, could do anything. He challenged every single idol that the Egyptians had or any uh, any God that was in that ancient time period that Israel heard about and took them all out, right? So in saying that, the children of Israel knew that God could do anything in the blink of an eye. He could do anything instantly. He could do whatever he wanted in a snap of a finger. But we see here that God, for some reason, I will not drive them out from before the end one year. God chose for the children of Israel and decided he wasn't going to do everything instantly. Instead, he's going to do everything in due time, in a due season, at a perfect time, right? This is the way God works with us. He doesn't do everything instantly. He doesn't do anything instantaneously. He does everything at his perfect and right time. Ain't that a blessing, right? Because I want you guys to picture something. Here goes another question for you guys to think about. Um, what are the consequences of God just giving us blessings, giving us everything we want without a struggle, without any struggle, without any pain and without waiting? What's the consequences of that? What's the cons? Are there any pros in that? Sure. You get what you want. But where, where's the growth? What, what happens? Right. So, um, yeah, let me just look at my outline on, on the screen. So that one that you guys while I talk. Give me one second. Where was I at? Yeah, but the whole point is God's trying to grow, uh, grow. He's trying to help you grow in relationship with him. That's all he cares about. He's trying to teach you how to trust in him. So that's why things take so long to happen. That's why his purposes and his blessings don't all come at once, right? So again, the first two questions I asked you guys at the very beginning of the video was, was this. What are the what are what are you waiting on in this life that you want to ha hurry up and happen in right now? And then what do you wish God would do instantly in your life right now? So it's the same question, right? So we might we might prefer that everything happens at once, right? There's some things that you won't and you even rush into instead of waiting on God's timing. For example, with love. How many of us rush into dating somebody or sadly rush into marry somebody? And then you all you end up is hurt. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But um, yeah, so what's the point of rushing, right? If it's not the season for it to be done, right? So little by little, brick by brick, trust the process when it comes to God. So yeah, God cares more about your growth than your feelings. So you might feel like you want something right now, whatever that is that you're waiting on. You want to hurry up and happen. You want it to happen right now. Like I started off the video talking, like, I'm out of debt, guys. I'm out of debt. I have no debt no more. I owe nobody no money. I only pay bills. God is so good. Uh, I Sometimes I pay, when it came to my student loans, I owe, uh, owe $30,000, guys, right? $30,000 since May of 2016. And there were some months where I paid, most months I paid $1,000 to the government, $1,000 out of money I was making. Now I get to keep that money. And then on top of that, I owe the government $10,000 from taxes in 2019. So sometimes I pay the government $1,000 a month, even when I was unemployed. 
but now I get to keep that money. And that's just what that, guys. There's been there's there's things that you were waiting on that God did right now for you. If he did that right now, what makes you think he ain't going to do the other things that you want, right? So God cares more about your growth, what you're becoming through the process, through the waiting, through the meantime. These are all important, guys. So, man, just like with raindrops, why doesn't God just give us all the rain we need instantly? Have you thought about that? Why does he give us raindrops, raindrops, one raindrop at a time, right? Can you imagine if we got all the rain we needed, like what he was trying to do for a whole entire day, what would happen to us? It would probably be a flood again with, with Noah, right? <laughs> so, like, that's not the way that God works. He does everything little by little when we're ready for it. It's a process. And this is all I'm talking about today. I'm just going to keep on belaboring all those points that I'm making right now, man. So, like, you just don't. And then here goes another analogy, guys. Like, when it comes to your relationship with God. Like, I'm talking about, I'm, this is only for people that really have a relationship with God, that are really close to God, with this statement I'm about to make. Did your relationship with God just happen instantly? It just happened like that? Like, you just are confident? For me, I always was thought about people's approval over God's approval. Now I don't give a dang what people think anymore. I don't care what you have to say and what, what you think I'm doing or how you think I'm doing. All I care about is pleasing God. Because at the end of the day, I have to stand before him and be judged by him to get his kingdom. I'm not trying to get into your kingdom. I'm not trying to get, you know, have have you like me. You mean nothing to me. God means everything to me. I need God to like me. I need to do things God's way. You get you guys get what I'm saying? So like in saying all that, like, <laughs> did your relationship just happen instantly like that? No, you have to work for it, right? It took time. Relationships take times, right? There's some things that you have to learn about the other person that you can only learn through time, through trials and errors, through all those things, right? So that's how you, that's that's just what your relationship with God. But even in marriage, when it comes to loving, loving somebody, even get to the marriage point. I'm talking about a real healthy marriage, godly marriage. Like, you don't just marry somebody and you just, it's just, you know, you just hope for the best. Like, no, it takes time. You got to do your research on that person. You got to check what's under the hood. That's another video I'm doing. You got to look under the hood and you got to check everything. Make sure that this ride is going to be a smooth, smooth ride through life because marriage is for life, right? Not for some people, but for Christians, for believers, we know that it's for life until death do us part, right? It's forever, right? So it's a journey. It's not a, it's not a, a quick, swift race. It's a marathon. So you're going to have to learn how to go through challenges. You're going to make sure that this car gets you to the destination that you're trying to get to, right? So, man, it's a test drive. I mean, it's not a test drive, but you guys get what I'm saying. Like, well, you have to do a lot of test drives before you figure out if you want this ride for your life forever. You guys get what I'm saying. So you got to look under the hood. But anyway, you guys get what I'm saying. So, like, nothing in life happens instantly, right? Everything happens little by little. The first person you had a crush on, was that the person, was that your spouse? Because for most of us, that's not how it worked. I know for me, it wasn't. I, I think I first person I had was Janelle Smith in first grade. But anyways, <laughs> I don't know if she remembered me, but I remember her name. But anyways, the uh, first relationship, the first relationship that you ever had, the first person you ever dated, did it work out? Did y'all marry each other? Like it's a process. This is how God works, little by little. First job you ever had, is that your career? Is that what you do for a living? No, it's not for most of us. No, everybody got a different story. I keep on going, guys. Losing weight. Does losing weight happen overnight? No, like grow, growing plants. Nothing happens overnight. Everything happens little by little. Why? God does everything for a reason. Little by little, brick by brick, through the process, you're growing in faith. I mean, we're about to tear this up. I'm paying all these pictures because we're about to tear this up, guys. I'm I'm building it up. You know what I'm saying? So, like, man. You don't just start off with the greatest relationship with, with God. You know, you don't just become a billionaire. <laughs> you don't just know how many kids you're going to have, and that's how many kids you're going to have. I'm pretty sure there's been a lot of people say, I only want one kid. They end up with 11. Like, you know, like, <laughs> what will you do with your life? You don't just know that when you're two years old. I remember I wanted to be a designer when I was 15. I don't know what a interior designer is. Graphic designer, like, too. Like, I didn't know what all that stuff was. But little 
by little, you figure out your purpose. You figure out what God wants you to do. Like little by little, it all has to, it all ties in with God. You guys get what I'm saying? So man, this is the way God works, man. So man, victory and success happens over time. Prosperity happens over time. And not just that, all this stuff happens in God's timing. In God's timing. You, you guys hear me? Not in your timing. There's some things you want to happen right now, right? It's not going to happen in your timing. You can try to force it. You can try to try to, you can do your best to try to make it happen, but it ain't going to happen when you decide. Let me just throw out some scripture verses, man. Let me back up what I'm saying with scripture. You guys ready for this? In Proverbs 21, 5, I've been quoting this scripture verse since I've seen it. I can't help it because this scripture is so bad. But man, it says, Proverbs 21, 5, it says, good planning and hard works lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Leads to poverty. Taking shortcuts leads to poverty. Taking shortcuts leads to destruction. Doing things your way instead of God's way and not waiting on him leaves you in a desert land without any food, without any drink like the Israelites had. When you go places out of God's timing, when you go to places out of God's, that's not in God's timing, you have to fend for yourself. But when you wait on the Lord and you're patient and you trust in him, just like the Israelites, when we saw with Exodus 23, starting off in verse 20, 20 to 23, when it talked about the angel of the Lord will go before you. God is leading you. He's telling you, he's going to show you what his timing is. Is he going to tell you everything at once? Back to the no. He will not. He tells you everything when you're ready for it. He tells you everything when you need it. He tells you everything when you're prepared for it. He's preparing you, right? It's a process. So why are you rushing him to get married? And you're only 16. You're only 16. Guys, man, I can talk all day, bro. I used to cry every single night in college because I was single. Late at night, in the middle of the night, in my dorm room, I would just cry. Just cry. That's all. Because I was so lonely. But I had God. Like, I would just listen to sermons, spend time with God. I read 99 books my freshman year of college in one year. My freshman year of college in one year, I read 99 books. So, well, really, I, that was just in that year. But I, the next year, I read, like, 65. Anyways, like, I, all I did was spend time with God. But then I would cry because I was single. I had nobody that loved me. I had nobody to share my relationship with God with. I want, I want to be married, right? <laughs> but, like, through that, pro it was a process. God was getting me ready. Like, the girl I'm dating now, Maya Alexis Evans, man, my boo thing, that's my wife. I already know. I'm, that's another thing I'm waiting on. Hurry up and marry her to get us out of our parents' house. It's a process. I'm ready to go now. But I'm not. I just, just there's a certain maturity level I have to be at in order to be married. Like, the, just any, I'm girl crazy, right? I'm girl, I love women. Women are beautiful. The more beautiful you are, the more crazy I am about you. But that's the problem, Sean. As a pastor and out of God, there's certain things that are going to take you out if you're not mature enough and ready for it. Like, that's another reason I'm not a pastor, right? Let's, let's just talk, right? So why, here goes a question I want to ask for you guys. Why don't you have what you want right now? And why is God waiting to give it to you right now for yourself? Because for me, like I already know, I'm not married right now and I don't, and I'm in my parents' house because of temptation. And I don't have a church right now and I'm not a pastor because of temptation, right? There's beasts in the field that you're not ready to, to take on or anything like that. Man, I'm skipping around because there's so many places I'm going at. <laughs> like, I'm about to tear this up, guys. Like, let me talk about the beasts in the fields, okay? Because the beasts in the fields, you guys ready for it? If you got everything instantly, you'll be consumed by the beast that you have to face in the promised land, right? That's what this passage is talking about. Let me read verse 29 to 30 real quick. It's verse 30, though. I will not drive them out before thee in one year, lest the land become desolate, and the beasts of the field multiply against thee. Against thee, guys. When it comes to what you want in life, when it comes to the promised land, when it comes to the God dream, the dream that God has put on your heart, that you're chasing after because it's glorifying God. Those things won't happen before. Why won't it happen until you're ready for it? Right here, verse 29, the last verse. The beast of the field will multiply against thee. 
Those things will take you out. What are the beasts of the field? The beasts of the field are the people that they named, uh, well, the people that God named in verse 23. For my angel shall go before thee and bring thee unto the Amorites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Canaanites and the Hebites and the Jebusites, and I will cut them off. Right? So, man, like, there's enemies and stuff you have to face and challenges you'll face when you get what you want. Right? And, like, for me as a pastor, the bigger, I know when I become a pastor, my platform's already big, way too big for a person that don't have a ministry, really, don't have a church, and don't have people following him like that, right? Way too big. So what happens when I get a church? The more people that come, the more temptation. The more people that come, the more challenges, the more problems. When you, when you're doing what God called you to do, and you're faithful in that, that's when the devil wants to attack you the most. That's when the most hurt and the most pain and, and just the most adversity happens because you're a target, right? You're more of a target than what you were when you were hidden because you weren't known, right? So when you're not known and you're not discoverable and nobody knows who you are, nobody can attack you really because you're hidden. But once you've been exposed, once you reach that land, that destination, once you get that the fame, you become known and everything. You guys get what I'm saying? That's when everybody knows your name. That's when everybody gets in your business. That's when everybody attacks you. And not only that, that's when women and men want to, you know, pursue you sexually and stuff like that. And want to take, and that's when the enemy uses them and uses challenges and everything like that to take what God is giving you. So, like, yeah, that the beast of the field will multiply. Like, in the Israelite sense right here, it's talking about how the land's too big for you guys to occupy. It's way too big for you guys to take on. Like, you are a small people. I have to wait for you guys to get bigger, for you guys to increase. Until you increase, until you get bigger, until you're ready for that level. That's what he's saying. I can't give you that land because the wolves, the bears, the snakes, all of these stuff will take over the land. That you're not occupying. Because that's how it works. That's sin, right? Wherever grass, whenever grass ain't cut, the grass grows, right? And snakes love grass. Uh, snake, snakes like to hide. So if the grass is tall and hasn't been cut, that, that's where snakes will be, right? Same thing in life. <laughs> Same thing that's applicable in life, guys. So, like, yeah, man. Like, what am I trying to say? Let me look at this because I'm trying to figure out where I'm at. But yeah, the higher you go up, the more temptation you'll have, man. Like, the higher you go up, the more people you'll meet, and the and the, the more opportunities you'll have to sin, basically. And like, why would God give you something you're not ready for? That's the whole point. Because God, this is the whole point of why we're talking about this lesson. Like, why is God's timing imperfect? Why do we get everything little by little, not instantly? Why? Why? Hi, God. Great question. Great question, guys. Because God sees things. Dang it. Video's cut off. Are you kidding me? Is it because it's too much interaction? I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what happened. Like on my underscore daily underscore Bible, the video went out. And I'm mad because that's the most following I got. And so that's the most interaction I got. But anyways. Like let's let's keep on going, guys. I'm sorry for that, but um, what was I talking about? Hopefully it started back. I think I'm live, but let's keep on going. So why does God do everything like that? Because God sees things we can't see, and God thinks about things we don't know about, and God knows things we don't know, and so God knows what we're ready for too. So why would God give us things that obviously we can't take care of? We're not ready to occupy stuff that's going to take us out and probably even ruin our relationship with God causes us to turn away from him and trust him less. Like God is trying to build, build your trust in him. So why would he just give you everything at once to where you don't have to trust him at all? That's not how he works, guys. And so for me, like it's the same thing with my why I'm not made, why my are together now, because even like before. Uh, I talked to her in college and we never, we talked, but like I stopped talking to her because she didn't talk at all. 
And then um, Maya's my girlfriend, by the way. Uh, that's my wife, for sure. She, I will make her. I'm about to propose. So anyways, um, they didn't work the first time I talked to her because in college because she was quiet and I couldn't stand how quiet she was. I was carrying a whole conversation. But that's just, how, that's just how she is, right? I had to learn that that's who she is. I can't change her. And that's my strength. I like to talk. So I had to go with my strength. So whoever you're trying to marry, that's the whole point. Don't try to change them. Accept them for who they are. Because obviously a shy person is eventually going to talk to the people that she's comfortable with talking with or he. Like, right? You guys get what I'm saying? So trust the process. If that's the person you want, pursue them. Like, so, and that's what I had to figure out. I had to figure out who I want to pursue, who I want to give my time to, who is worth the sacrifice. It was a, it was like pulling teeth trying to get her to talk. You guys know what I'm saying? But like, it was a process. And then to finish what I was trying to say, if it would have worked out the first time we talked, the first time I pursued her, then it would have just not have worked out because of temptation. I was not ready. I'm still girl crazy, but I was even more girl crazy then. That's debatable. But you guys get what I'm saying. So, yeah, man, like, God's not going to give you something you're not ready to possess, right? It happens in his perfect timing. And so, long story short, I'm with my that, that girl now, Maya Alexis Evans. She's awesome. But anyways, let's go to verse 30. Uh, By little and little, I will drive them out before thee until thou be increased and inherit the land, right? Until thou be increased and inherit the land. So, what am I trying to say, man? I'm trying to make sure I say everything. Like, there's so many places I want to go, and I've been going, I've been, and I can't stay in one place. But let me just stay in one place real quick. So, yeah, I read verse 30, guys. Let me just talk verse by verse. By little and little, I will dry them out from before thee until thou be increased and inherit the land. So, God was waiting for the Israelites to increase other people to be able to inherit the land so that they could occupy the spaces that weren't occupied. So the beast of the field didn't overtake them and take over that land to where they couldn't take the land over, right? So what I'm trying to say, what all that is, is um, let me see if I can find it. I got so much notes. One one verse that I thought about was rushing. So let me talk about rushing. I talked about it earlier, but I didn't finish what I was trying to say. So good planning and hard work leads to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts leads to poverty. That's Proverbs 21.5, right? Proverbs 19.2 says, even zeal is no good without knowledge, and he who hurries his footsteps misses the mark, right? So every time you try to satisfy yourself, you're robbing God of an opportunity to satisfy you the right way, all right? And, and unreasonable haste is a direct road to error. So hurrying up and rushing things and Doing things your way instead of God's way is a way that leads to destruction. Many go by it, and it doesn't lead to life, right? It leads to destruction. It leads to your end. It leads to a road to where you have to fend for yourself. And what can you do against Satan and, Satan and his followers? Nothing. Nothing, guys. Not without Jesus. Not without God, right? So he who departs from God's way will be filled with the fruit of his own schemes, right? You guys get that? And that, that talks about verse 33, man. They shall not dwell in thy land, lest they make thee sin against me. For if thou serve their God, it will be surely a snare unto thee. Like that, that part was so powerful for me with verse 33 in Exodus 23. For if thou serve their God. See, these people that the Israelites were going to have to face in the promised land, they were all worshiping idols. And every one of their names symbolized something. The Canaanites did. The uh, Hittites, the Jebusites, the Perizzites, like all of them signify something. Like they all did something to to paint a picture of all the temptation that we face, basically. Like insecurity. Like that's a good example. Or or like living in fear. Like fear of men, fear of pleasing people, fear of everything, right? Fear that of just dying and not knowing what life has that, you know, just thinking this life is it and just trying to live. Like, like it's, you know, you guys get what I'm trying to say. Like, that's the Hittite spirit, the spirit of fear, like terror, living in terror. The the uh, Amorites, man, the spirit of pride, superiority. That could be racism. It could be um, just thinking you're better than other people, thinking other people are less than you. Like, they keep, keep on going. The Canaanites, man, they're man-pleasing. They, they seek their own pleasures. They pursue their what they want to pursue instead of pursuing the things that God called them to pursue. Like, these are all 
these are all the enemies that the Israelites were going to have to face. And God was saying, man, y'all ain't to face these guys yet. It's the same thing for you. Like, whatever you want in this life, whatever you're trying to seek, whatever you, whatever you want to happen right now in this life, there's enemies you have to face when it comes to those things. So are you ready to face them? No, God's preparing you to be able to face them so that they can't deter you from what God called you to do. And there's so many verses that remind me of this. Like it said in verse 33, man, of Exodus 23, it will surely be a snare unto thee. They will be a trap to you. They will capture you. They will help you to turn away from me, from God. If I give you the land right now, you're not ready for those battles. And that's the whole point, man. God knows things that you don't know. God sees things you don't see. God cares for you so much. He's not going to rush anything on you that you don't need right now. And that's, that's the, that's the kind of God we serve guys, man. So man, I hope this lesson is blessing you as much as it blessed me. But like when we went through this passage in Exodus 23, man, it blessed my soul so much, man. So one thing I want to say, man, uh, when it is, there's nothing wrong with having big dreams. You know, I have big dreams too, but here goes one of the main points I want to make. The problem is there are some dreams you just cannot handle right now or even later or even never, right? There's just some dreams that aren't, there aren't for you. And God's trying to show you through the process of what he wants you to do. He's leading you to the right way, to the way that leads life. But it's up to us to trust him and keep on drawing near to him and keep on Loving him despite all the stuff that's happening in our life, even if we don't agree with it, right? So that's the whole point of this message, man. God's timing little by little, man. So, man, like little by little, you learn how to resist temptation. Little by little, you grow in your faith and you learn how to take out those enemies you're going to have to face when you get the promised land. This is the whole point of why God gives you everything little by little, man. He's trying to teach you how to forsake distractions, how not to get distracted, how not to fall into temptation, how not to be overwhelmed by your problems, how to occupy the land and keep on occupying. Because the sad thing about the Israelites is they have so many enemies in that land. I just name them, guys. They have so many enemies that they never occupied the whole land. Like they only occupied 10% of the whole entire land because they started serving the other gods. And focusing on the other things that these worldly people, these these people that didn't know God were doing. They're enemies in the promised land. So this is the whole point of the lesson, guys. Little by little, brick by brick. The turtle turtle, uh, won the race out of the hair. I just want to throw that out there. So it's a process, guys, man. So submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee, right? You remember that verse? (laughs) So, man, come near to God and he'll come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. That's James 4, 7 through 8. So that reminded me of just, you know, resisting the devil, resisting temptation. And you'll be ready for whatever temptations that come your way when you trust God in the process and you realize who the real king is. So one of my main points I had, too, guys, was the king, not the dream, is the most important thing in your life and in my life, man. The king, not the dream, is the most important thing in my life and in your life, man. So, man, God cares about, and he prioritized his relationship with you more than he prioritized anything else. And we should do the same thing. God first, right? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That's Matthew 6, right? So, man, God is more interested in your heart, man. He knows things you don't. And he's trying to make you more like him. Like, this is how it works. All these scripture verses, all the Bible passages are all coming together through one passage, guys. You see, I see that. So, man, there's a work he's doing through you, through the weight. So, man, keep on trusting him, man. So here goes some of my last points I want to make. God's guidance is like a small lamp in a dark forest. It doesn't show everything all at once, but it gives it gives you enough light for the next step to be safe, Right? So, man, like, that's so beautiful to me. Then David was anointed to be king when he was a teenager. He was crowned king of Israel at the age of 37. That's a weight, guys. Same thing for Joseph, man. Joseph, man, he knew that his brothers were going to bow down to him and worship, and not worship him, but just bow down to him. And he said at such a young age, they threw him, man, they, they sold him to slavery, man. And it took so long for Joseph to become second in command in Egypt. And I know he didn't know how it was going. He didn't know he was going to have to go through all that crap. 
And I did a lesson on Joseph on my YouTube channel, uh, my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, when I first uh, uh, joined YouTube. So check that out on Upload Past Crossroads, my YouTube channel. But anyways, you guys get this, this, what I'm trying to say, man. So God's not preparing you for it. He's preparing it for you, right? So, man, like, there's some enemies you won't have to face when God takes them out and he gets rid of them because he's going before you. If you keep on trusting in him and not trying to get ahead of him and not trying to do things in your way and in your time and you trust in him, he can get rid of those enemies and those those people that are giving you a hard time. When we were studying the book of Exodus in our Bible study on my YouTube channel, um, we talked about Moses, how he killed somebody, right? He killed a, a person hurting an Israelite who was a Hebrew, who was a, who was a slave, and he was being beaten and by an Egyptian um, guard or something, right? And Moses killed the guard. And so all of Egypt wanted to kill him, even the Pharaoh. And Moses was out of the out of Egypt for like 40 years. And then God, when God called Moses, he told him, man, I got rid of everybody who wants to kill you. They're all gone. None of them live anymore. So you can go back. You can go back to Egypt and do what I called you to do. You don't have to be scared of them taking you out. And that's what Moses was scared of when God called him. And that's the same thing here, man. It's a process, man. Trust in God's timing. When you rush, man, you're going to face temptations and face battles. You don't have to face if you just trust in God and wait on his time. Man, this all ties together, man. Don't you see it, man? This is so beautiful, man. So here goes some, some of my last points I want to make. And I got some questions I want you guys to just dwell on. When, it, when I end the lesson, but what God does in us while we wait is more important than what we're waiting for. What we get is worth the wait, guys. Just wait, man. This is so powerful, right? The meantime, the waiting, the in-between, it all serves a purpose. Trust the pro- process, even delays and detours, guys. Trust those processes, man. Even when it seems like it's not processing, trust the processes, man. And so I pray in Jesus' name that God helps us when we don't know in the not knowing, in the in-between, and in the meantime, praises, uh, phases of our life, man. And so here goes some questions I want to end off saying. I know one of my uh, phones about to cut off on me like it just did. Sorry, my underscore day underscore Bible on my Instagram page. Um, so here goes some questions I got you guys, I want, that I want you guys to think about. If God gave you literally everything he promised, everything you were put on earth to be and to do, could you handle it? Could you handle it right now? And for me, that's a heck to the no. That's a heck to the no. I want to have my, I want my ministry to, to do animation, guys, to teach the body. Uh, my ministry is going to be totally different than every other ministry that ever exists, but it's a process. It takes time. I'm by myself right now, like Moses was in the book of Exodus, and Moses couldn't do it until he had to, he was trying to judge all the Israelites by himself. And Jethro, his father-in-law was like, Moses, what are you doing? Train up 70 men. Make sure they can't be bought. Make sure they love the Lord. Make sure that they know exactly what they're talking about and let them do the little judging. You just take care of the big matters because you got bigger purposes that God wants you to take care of. But Moses didn't get to that point until he was faithful with what God told him to do to begin with. And it was a process before he can get to the point. But he got to the point where he needed help, right? You guys get what I'm saying, man. So like Moses wasn't ready for what God called him to do either. He had to grow and stop caring what people thought. Stop caring, fearing for his life when God is his protector, right? So, man, so everybody's saying no, so I'm glad y'all answered that question. So that's my first question. If God gave you literally everything he promised and everything you were put on earth to be and to do, could you handle it right now? And then second question, are you content enough to wait on the Lord to trust in him? As a child of God, he's going to teach you to be. He's going to humble you enough to where that's all you can do. So, man, you better resist temptation and it, will, and it will flee from you. Otherwise, you better submit to God and surrender and draw near to him. Otherwise, them beasts, man, those you're going to fall into traps, into traps that you don't you you would you would never fall into if you just trusted in God and wait on him. But anyways, and submit it to his will. So that's that leads to my next question. Do you trust God enough to submit to what he wants to trust in the work that he is doing when it comes to your plans and your dreams God has given you? that are not happening as fast as you prefer and want, right? Man, this is deep questions, right? And then are you cool with giving God, are you cool with God giving you everything little by little? That was the whole point of the lesson, guys. Little by little, and God's kind of, break by break, trust the process, man.
So are you happy with the fact God is more interested in your growth, growing in your relationship with you and teaching you all the lessons you need to know, you know, and not giving you all the blessings in the world without a thing? You know, are you content with that? Are you happy with that? God's a good God, man. Ain't he good, man? So are you cool with gaining what you want but losing what you need? I'm not. God's going to give you what you need. God knows exactly what you need. Man, that is so powerful, man. You, The things that you lost, you didn't need. God made you lose it for a reason. There's things that you want that you'll never get because God knows you don't need them. So it's about trusting in him and what he's doing. Stop chasing things that aren't meant to be chased. And that's the one I want to say to men, man, and the women, but mostly men, because I, I, I'm i like that, too. Like, what? Well, I don't see the point in, like, always pursuing women. Like, there's always pursuing sex, always looking for a dime, top of the line, cute space, little ways with a big butt. And then just just sex. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's always looking for sex. Like, at the end of the day, is that what you're going to do the last day of your earth or on Earth? If today was the last day of Earth for you. Would you just pursue sex? Just have sex? Like, what? where is that on the scale of life? Like, you know what I'm saying? What's the significance, right? So are you cool with gaining what you want but losing what you need? You know, prioritize the right things in your life, guys. You guys know what I'm saying. But here goes the main question, last question, whole point of the lesson. What's more important, your relationship with God or your dreams? Which one do you care about more? And the whole point as a child of God, man, God cares about your relationship with him more than he cares about everything else. So, man, this is the whole point of the lesson, guys. Like, there's things I want to happen right now. They're not going to happen. They're going to happen in God's time and why? Because he loves me. And all the rest of the answers we gave in this video. So, man, if you like this video, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. I also got a podcast, Upload Past Crossroads. Um, I'm also live on Facebook and LinkedIn, Sean Christopher Jenkins. You can befriend me on those. And then my Snap, I'm on a live on Instagram. Both my Instagram pages, Trouble Don't Last, and my underscore daily underscore bios, my other Instagram page. Um, uh, yeah, my Snapchat and uh, Twitter page are Trouble Don't Last as well. And I'm live on Twitter at Trouble Don't Last. But yeah, man. And if you use Tumblr, surprisingly, I have a lot of people follow my Tumblr right now. I don't know who uses Tumblr. I just got it just in case. So it's Trouble Don't Last number one. It's my Tumblr. But anyways, guys, I really pray this video blessed you. Share it if you think it's going to bless anybody else. I pray that it will. Um, and man, I'm sorry the video went out on you guys on my underscore day underscore Bible, man. Like, maybe I should just get another iPhone 11 or whatever, but yeah, that sucks. But I pray you guys are, I pray guys, God helps all of us to just trust in him, to wait on his timing so that he can take care, take out all our enemies, everything that needs to be taken out, take out the trash so that when we get there, we don't have to because <laughs> we can't, right? <laughs> yeah. So man, this was a crazy lesson, man. So yeah, check out, if you're interested in learning more in the book of Exodus, I got a whole Bible study of the book of Exodus. We just finished it. I still got to put up Exodus 37, 38, 39, and 40, but all the rest of them are already on there on my YouTube channel. But all right, I'm going to go ahead and go because I don't want my phone to die, but you guys have a good one. I'm pretty sure I'll do another video soon. Good to see you, see you guys again. Thanks for commenting and your interaction. All right, peace out, guys.